Welcome to Termagent Talk, a weekly walk through the minds of two hip-hop heads who happen to be women. I'm Goody. And I'm Chantel. All right, let's get into it. Hi, guys. So uh, I want to thank everybody for all of their feedback for episode eight, because this is episode nine. Wow. We've been doing this nine episodes. Nine episodes. Well, actually, it's really ten. Ten? episodes but this is episode nine we had the intro and then we had episodes one through yeah that intro was rough business it was just like i just got this microphone we did plug it in yay look at us still here we are still here it's episode nine uh we want to recap episode eight last week we had malik branch the financial emancipator and also uh one of the most solid things of 1980 my sister uh, come down to tell me and Goody where we fucked up. Well, she is now a Trina fan and uh, a you fan, and uh, we we love you and we really appreciate the fact that you came down here to let us know passionately that we messed up with Eve too. She let she put us. I was an Eve fan before though. I walked away from here. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely woke up at six o'clock one morning like yo, <laughs> listening to Trina. Yeah, Trina's good. So we we got a chance to really just parse down our idea of goddesses, gangster booze, hustlers, uh, homegirls, and vixens, and all the roles that many women in hip hop have to take on. And that's been how we've been celebrating Women's History Month. And uh, this is the last episode of March, so we're gonna. Is it? Yeah. Next time they hear from us, it's going to be April. Oh. Yep. Well. The year is chug, chug, chugging along. April in. Yeah. Q2. Yeah. Like Q1, I don't know. We did okay. We did okay. We did good. This was the bright spot of my Q1. Yes, this is one of the bright spots of mine. I'm very happy that I get to do this. I'm very thankful that you guys continue to listen. Um, I've been looking at the analytics and seeing that we keep growing little by little every week. And also... There are some places and spaces where we're getting listeners, like South Senegal, Africa. Yeah, like South Africa. I'm, and I wonder if it's our friend that we made in South Africa who might be listening. Maybe our, our Russia. Guy. Yeah, Portugal. A lot in Portugal. It's interesting. Yeah, Korea. I was like, "What's up, y'all? Okay, hi. Hey, uh, we global though. Yeah, but please tell a friend to tell a friend. Every time somebody sends me a text that says I like it, I say, "Well, then, can you please tell your friends about it?" So that they too will like it. So, you know, I should, I might make my family listen, but historically speaking, this hip hop thing that I'm into mm-hmm. um, is different than my family. Like, yeah. yeah, my siblings get into it, like, mm-hmm. but my elders are like, oh my gosh, what oh, did yeah. you say? And then Profanity? Not that episode last week with those vulgar Yankees. Yeah, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I can't let them hear this. Not this one. This They're is using the P word. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Lord. <laughs> They might have been like, at least, Darlene, tell them to say vagina. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that was last week. And um, I know that you have something. You you actually got to go see us, right? I did go see us. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Mike. Um, So Mike Mogul uh, put together the... uh, Like a screening of the movie um, in Brooklyn. On Court Street? Yeah, on Court Street. Okay, so where the Black Panther thing was. Yeah, I was I was really stressed about this thing. Because, you know, you say you're going to do a thing. And you're like, cool, I'm doing the thing. Mm-hmm. And then you'd look at the date and you're like, oh, snap, this it's is in Brooklyn. Tomorrow. It, it was okay. It was like, oh, this is in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh. And you live where? For the, for the people so I live know in Mount Vernon, means. New York. So Money you, earning Mount Vernon, they call it. So um, you got to go from up top to down through and over. What a lot of our friends call it is Canada. Sure. Um, Southern Canada. Yeah, this is Southern Canada. Whatever, y'all. Um, That's all right. I live in Antarctica to some people. Word. See? 
And I'm, I can get to your house in 10 minutes if I'm driving, 15 maybe. I mean, that's why what that's what I dig about Queens. It takes me 45 to get to Brooklyn. Cause you know the bridge and the, mm-hmm. you know, all the people trying to go to Brooklyn. I don't even understand it. Anyway, <laughs> love so y'all. You saw us. I saw us. Um, great movie. I don't think it's the kind of thing that you could take in in a theater with a whole bunch of people after having shots of vodka. Yeah, I did that. So you would say it was a great movie. It's a great movie. I want to see it again. Okay. Maybe two or three times. Are you going to do it like a matinee to really take the story? I'm going to do a matinee. Quiet. And then I'm going to get it when it comes out on DVD. Mm. Because Did you like, see Get Out? I saw Get Out. Did you um, like it? I, I liked Get Out. Initially, it was like, wait, what just happened to me? Mm. But then when you sit down and you dissect it, you know, it's a think piece. Okay. Um, I've been reading articles. There's an article breaking down um, the movie from Jordan Peele's perspective. Mm, I will not read any of that until I see the movie. Right, right. and we're not going to discuss it until after you see the movie. So you're basically saying it's something that's worth seeing. It's worth seeing. Definitely Everyone's worth seeing. Everyone's doing a good job acting. The story's the told well. The acting's amazing. The story's told well. Um, there are parts where people are like, well, why why did he take that route with this character? But it makes sense if you think deeper. I heard my girl Elizabeth Moss from The Handmaid's Tale is in it. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. You know. She did her little white girl thing. Yeah. It was good. Okay. She was I cute. I fuck with her heavy. She's a good actress. L- Lupita, though. Oh, my gosh. Really? She was phenomenal. Everyone's saying this is like her moment. It's her moment. But yeah. you know what? She deserves it. She, she's she been grinding towards this moment and the moments of the future. So I'm on board with it. Okay. Um, is it like Twilight Zone or Nightmare on Elm Street? A decent combination of both with a little oh, bit no. of like the you know that wayne's humor where it's like humor uh-huh. pops up uh-huh. Uh-huh. i think the humor you know the Helps. levity he adds okay stops you from jumping out of your seat yeah because there's always a joke there's jokes at black funerals like, yeah and it's not as hard like sometimes i think the wayne's comedy is mm-hmm. too much over the top. it's not over the top okay. it's enough where you're like oh, okay okay and I needed that because I don't like horror, and I'm not a fan of suspense either. Okay, it's I'll read it, but, but I don't, don't like to see to, it on the screen. You don't want a surprise. You don't no. want to figure it out. No, I don't like the surprises and all that. Okay, like, there is stuff. There's a lot to figure out. There's a lot to unpack. Do you feel like you got it all? Or you think you got to go one more time? I got to go another time. I have to right. go again. But yeah. again, I I went because you know I was taking train from my office to Brooklyn. Like? Oh, it was a great crowd. You was, know, it was black. Yeah. Loud. I mean, I might have been loud. I definitely oh. I definitely got a text saying, shut the fuck up. Oh, where are you now? Yeah. Actually, it wasn't. A, it was a call to Bridget. Hey, Bridge. It was tell, a call to Bridget yeah. to be like, yo, tell Darlene, shut the fuck up. Oh, that loud that we knew was your voice in the dark. Well, when I, get a little, when I have a little bit of um, liquor, my voice gets to like a dolphin. Mm. Mm-hmm. Dolphin level. I see. Like, yeah, that's her. I'm Shut so up. sorry I missed this. What yeah. was I doing? I don't even know. Um, I I like the movie. I think definitely support. Go see it. Not just to support black art, but because it's good. It was good. Okay. All right. So now I'm going to go see it. I used to be a movie person. Like, every week, go to the movies. You know what did it for me? No. The bed bug epidemic. I was like, nah, I ain't trying to sit in no place dark oh, come on. next to these people. But now I you mean, said it. Now I'm thinking about it again. Oopsie. Sorry, go see this though, and then get on that. I'm gonna sit on the leather seats. Ah. Yeah, go go. I'm gonna get the, go the fancy. reclining. Yeah, go fancy. The one by my house now has all the reclining seats. And then when you get home, strip down at the door. Oh god. Oh, I'm itching already. 
Mm, can't do it. See, you ruined it. Thank you. But thank you. You're welcome. Thanks this for is... going and seeing it. You're welcome. Anytime. And what else you need to, me to uh, ruin? Was it Mike and his partner? Was it, I don't know the other person. I don't, I don't know. So shout out to them for putting together. This is the second event that they put together with regard to black cinema. Um, it's nice for us to go and do things together. Together, yeah. It is like, very nice. And you know, when I explained it to like, you know, people sans color, mm-hmm. they were like, wait, someone rented out a theater? Yeah. It's what we did. It's how we roll. Well, also, I think what people don't understand is, like, um, like you'll meet some white folks who are like, oh, I found myself at this Black Panther event, and it was like an event. And it's like, yeah, because there's an issue with representation still. Here we are in 2016. Just celebrating that we have a horror flick. We continue to celebrate these first because we do, the issue of representation has not been addressed. When it's addressed, we won't make a big deal about it anymore. When we right, put it'll be commonplace. Bullshit, mediocre movies, the same way we're putting out good movies that are, you know, awesome and written by a black man who has a black cast, who has this, who has that. It won't be what it is now, but for right now. Until such time, we're going we we gonna gonna to turn, turn up. up. Yeah. And that's it. And whoever doesn't like it could S. Well, but you D- know, I, I don't I don't really T- get that they D- don't like it. They're always like in awe, like, wow, they came together and no one got shot. Oh, God. And you know what the fucked up thing is? That we only shot up, like, one movie right. theater. They've been the ones shooting up, you know, the you spots. Know, one movie theater, when I was, like... You what know, was it, supposed, Batman? No, it was um The Godfather Part 3. Me and my friends were supposed to be in that movie theater, but because it was sold out, we went to Jib Lanes in Queens. Shout out to Queens people who know what Jib Lanes in the 90s. Because he lost me. I was yeah, like, oh, Jib Lanes. Was, okay. She went, that was popping, like, oh, It sounded like you went and had a steak instead. Mm-mm. It was a ball. It's a. It is. Wait, it was a a, a steakhouse. No, a bowling alley. A bowling alley and a theater. No, we went from Sunrise Multiplex okay. in Valley Stream. Went to that movie theater. That movie. It was sold out. We had to still do something. It was Christmas Eve, so we left there and we went over to Jib Lanes, which was the popping bowling alley in Queens. It's still a bowling alley now. It's in Flushing, so you had to have a car in order to get there, a cab, because we weren't living in those areas. And um, we went over there and we ended the night there and we heard that it got shot up. Look at God. You know what? I think my mom might have said something like that because we would have just, you could have been hurt, trampled or whatever. And it just so happened that we went bowling. But this is the thing. Mm -hmm. Um, My family has never understood the need to go to the movies during the holidays. Oh my God. It's a family tradition. We go Christmas Day still. Me and Malik go to the movies Christmas Day. And that's why we went to see when Beale Street could talk. And that's when we had a slight family argument in the car afterwards because she was not not pleased. Yeah, right. I we've never understood that we like, wait a minute, it's Thanksgiving. But if my family goes for any kind of traditional movie thing, we have to buy out a theater. Oh yeah? Yeah. No, Thanksgiving Christmas movies, especially like after my mom passed, it was it's just a really nice thing that we get to do together. Um so we'll exchange presents, we may eat, do whatever. Um, we're not really a church-going family, and if we were, we wouldn't go to church on Christmas because it would be full of other people trying to like do yeah. that thing. Feel that they me do. If we put on our, if if you at the holiday mm-hmm. dinner and you try to put your coat on, where are you going? Going to movie? You going to do what? Your movie's gonna be on forever. Oh yeah, you, no, and you get to together see good with movies. And, and my family is always cool. together too. Let's just be clear. Yeah, my family ain't lacking time. We not only seeing each other at funerals, mm-hmm. and they still would be very offended really, if you try to code up. And they, that would be where we become Americanized. Yeah, yeah. 
See, and if we're if it's Thanksgiving and we are away and we've eaten and we're we're not necessarily like over imbibing or drinking too much, we'll go to the movies. Like when we go to Chicago by Ebony, we'll go to the movies and see whatever is out because we get to go together. And it's the movie theaters are never empty. Yeah, on Christmas Day. Yeah, I understand. Like, for all, you know, as long as I've been interacting with people outside of my home, Mm -hmm. people have been like, oh, yeah. Um, And then we went, after dinner, we went to To the movies. movies. But you know what? Another component is my family full of all these dramatic people. Mm -hmm. We are the fucking movie. Okay. (laughs) We're going to turn on the soca. It's going to be dancing. It's going to be... People pulling their flags out like they go into carnival. It's, okay. it's a lot happening. Stuff going on. See, Thanksgiving, growing up for me, half of my Thanksgiving, most of my Thanksgiving, I, when my parents got divorced, Thanksgiving was my dad's holiday. So I didn't spend Thanksgiving with my mom until we were much older. My grandmother got, my paternal grandmother got older and wasn't able to necessarily like do the layout. So we would drop food off by her and then kind of like visit other family members after like going through dropping food off. But um, yeah, yeah, we wasn't even we, doing that. Like people will come to our house, but, but don't try to touch your coat. Don't yeah. come to my family house. Or if depending on what boyfriend I had, you have to go from your family to their family. So it's all these different. I mean, I think that's, around and stuff like that. That's how it, it goes for other adults. Like you're supposed to spend your time. My family selfish. Okay. <laughs> my family selfish. Yeah, and Christmas we just we made it, a, and that's how we when the Oscars come out. Mm-hmm. A lot of times that's how we'll know some of those movies, because the Christmas release is for the good movies. So that's how we saw Doubt. We saw all of these, like, the Isn't it, like, ones. Christmas and Fourth of July releases? Yeah, but Christmas is, like, that last leg before the Oscars in, like, February or whatever. And we, we go to the movies and we, we see, we saw If Bill Street Could Talk. Did you see If Bill Street Could Talk? No. Um... But if Malik... I thought it was a If, if Malik ain't shot, like it. I thought it was... If Malik a ain't like it. I am like I don't like it. I Team it Malik. Was, I thought it was a beautifully shot. <laughs> if you try to movie. argue with her over that, she 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 already won. She told me off in the car. Yep. And the reason why she told you me off is because it. I was like, but it was beautiful. And she's like, I I hear you, but everything took too long. True. It's it's a true. Um, did you see Moonlight? Yes. So the same guy who made Moonlight made this. He lingers because again. Black folks don't get to be on screen, so now when someone gets the opportunity to put this, they linger. So he lingered a little longer than he should have, a lot. So it was long. So how? I don't know how, how long, long is the movie. I feel like we came out on New Year's Eve. Ooh. Like we went in on Christmas and we came out on New Year's Eve. It was beautiful. Malik is right. Whatever she said. Okay. Sure. Uh, maybe. I don't know. She's I, right. I didn't I see it, it and you know what? He took too damn long. He did take a long. I ain't see it. Yeah, he did. So. I say all of that to say that movies are important. I love going to the movies. I like going to these events that people put together. Uh, so last shout out to Mike for maybe Mike will actually listen to this podcast if he knows that he got a shout out. On that. I don't know. We'll, we'll find see. out. We'll let him know. know. Thanks for your support in advance, Mike. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks for your support in advance, Michael. Great. This is great. So anyway, let's get to this week's topics. A lot of stuff um, happening with the women's. Women's, women's, women's. It was a great week for women. Yeah, great, but then a lot of women having to stand up and be like, "The fuck you? What the what the fuck you thought? Um, so you think I'm an idiot? That should be the topic of last week. me for idiot. Yes, that should be the topic. Um, so you know, someday we left here, and I was a Trina fan just based on Malik's passion, and then Monday, 
Love and Hip Hop Miami was going to show. And, you know, I was like. That's the day I come on? Yeah, Monday night. I didn't so. even know that was like divine, what do they call it, divine order? Divine timing. Yeah, divine whatever. timing. Whatever it was. You know, I I was open on the whole idea of watching Trina mm-hmm. cuss trick daddy down to the ground. I was like, yes, yes. So taking a step back, in this season of uh, Love and Hip Hop Miami, Trina and Trick were supposed to work on the TNT project, and Trina was supposed to do four songs, Trick was supposed to do four songs, and they were supposed to do four songs together. By episode three of the season, we knew that Trick was not showing up to the studio, he was not doing what he was supposed to do, and Trina was frustrated as all get out. Mm-hmm. So they get to the show, and the host says, are we getting this TNT album? That's Nina Parker, right? Nina Parker. Are we getting this TNT album? And Trick says he has his four songs, and Trina is like, I don't know about that. It's not going to happen because Trick doesn't like my songs, and we're not going to do it Trick's way. I'm going to collaborate. I'm not going to do- let him dominate. Okay, he told her her songs are too pretty. Mm. And she said it's because she's a pretty-ass chick. She is. You know what? Facts. One of the few people. Yes, girl, you are. You're right. Beautiful. You're right. And he was like, well, the world don't want to hear pretty-ass songs from you. They want to hear you ratchet. Bullshit Why can't she be both? Why can't she be both? Who the fuck are you to tell her that she has to be ratchet to pigeonhole her into this like... I mean, ratchet behavior is not relegated to people that are young, right? Mm -hmm. It's not. But as you... it's not. But as you evolve, like you don't... Maybe she want to be ratchet offline. Like maybe she wants to show growth. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said it a lot. You've said it a lot. One of the problems we have with um, certain MCs is that they're not showing they're any not growth. They sound the same way they sounded in 1998, which was like one of the strong points that Trina had. She was like, boy, you still rhyming like it's 1998, boy. And he was like, what? You can't say trick or hip hop in Miami without trick. She was like, fuck that boy. <laughs> like, she was going off. She basically let him know that not only can she do pretty songs, she has been consistent over the past 10 years. And the only reason people ever want to hear him on the track is if she's going to show up. Mm. He's still trying to move as if he's the one who pa- who, who, who created on, this right? path. He's yeah. moving on the strength like he put her on. And he's not really appreciating the fact that she's kept them on. Salute, Trina. Malik, you was right again. Everything right. Malik. Malik was right again. You was maybe, right again. Maybe, like maybe that's the name of this show. Like she ain't but you know what? <laughs> she was she was frustrated. Yeah. One, he's not showing up to the studio. Two, he tried to kind of he didn't he tried to demean, demean her and demean and her. diminish all of the efforts. It's not easy to stay relevant for ten years. Twenty. Uh, well, yeah, but she like she she specifically says she's been grinding for ten years. She has, and it's not easy to do that, especially as a woman in this industry. So how dare he come out of his nineteen ninety eight boy <laughs> um, vibes to tell her what she's supposed to sound like and to make what she's supposed to sound like just be this small portion of her disposition? Right. No, she knows who she is now. Right, and it's probably because she's had ten years without him. 10 years where she's had to drag his ass, you know, like that's why he's relevant. You need to see him on her shows a lot. As you know, I've been 
following her a lot since before Instagram. But as once Instagram started, Trina has been an excellent user of Instagram, making sure everyone well, her aware. pretty ass, you a pretty ass chick, Trina. <laughs> making sure anyone and everyone's aware of when she's doing shows, her fashions, her looks, her friends. She doesn't share a lot of her personal, but she uses well, it in a with, way but with good reason. Because anytime she has it, has not turned out yeah. well, and you in the public eye. And... When she had to curse that person out that one time, which person? When she did the thing, when she was like, "Light the blunt." But she went in on this girl because the girl was trying to leverage Trina. And right before Love & Hip Hop Miami started, and she just went off on her. And she's like, you know, I mind my business. I do my work. I do my shows. I'm not here to fucking argue with y'all. Right. I like how she does that, too. Mm-hmm. Right? She's like, I'm a woman of a certain age mm-hmm. within this industry. Like, yeah. Not she my knows. real age, but like, I'm a veteran in this industry. Right, because in life... Stop your nonsense. As you see, as you, anytime you ever go around any medical professionals, you find out that a person at 40 years old is still considered young in the right. human existence. Because they're going to be practicing, especially as lifespans mm-hmm. are getting longer and longer, they're going to be practicing for quite some time. Yeah. So, so you're still you're, young in this. You, yeah. You just... Heck, they just finished paying off their loans, maybe. Mm-hmm. They just starting to appreciate or enjoy their little doctor money. Right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, you new to this. You, well, the doctors will tell you if they're talking to you, they'll say, oh, this person's young because they've just finished adulthood. They just began adulthood. Right. And it's it's one of those things where Trina is a rapper, though. She's considered ancient or decrepit. And I want to see how women go, not into your 40s in hip-hop. I'm curious to see what happens when you go into your 50s. What happens? Hey, Angela Bassett. We see I mean, it's Angela possible. Bassett is 60 years old. And, she, and, I, and I know that there are some people who like to bite at the potential fact that Angela Bassett might have snatched her face. So... But I don't think she snatched like it. She might have had a little Botox. That's okay. If you can look like that from a little bit of Botox at 60 years old, okay. then she's Bring still me to winning. It. Wheel my ass right there to the she's seat. She's still winning the way she looks. Because I see people who are 32 and can't hold her bag for her feminine products. They can't. So, please. So, yeah. Um, well done, Trina. Uh, I'm a fan. Yeah, she went the fuck off. Yeah, she, she, she stood up. She, she's so feisty, though. She, Yo, every time she called him boy, I chuckled. Boy? Yeah, I yeah. chuckled deep inside because, you know, he ain't like that. Yeah, he looking like a cat. And he didn't really have reason. much to add to it either because, you know, there was there was truth in what she yeah. was saying. Oh, ask, ask anybody about me. Anybody in Miami, Miami hip-hop is trick dead. But ask everybody anybody knows. outside of Miami about you. Yeah, but to him, and he's a big fish, small pond. Well. You know, I remember he had... Uh, his he, puffy ass look like he's soaking up all the water in the small pond, okay? Yeah. You he know, he's, he's not well, though. He don't look like he's trying to be well either. And based on what Malik said... <laughs> about the weed and the, yeah, about the, the weed, weed and, and the, um, the cocaine yeah he's just not doing it right and malik is right she's right again look at that that's two for two so who's next after trina what else do we find this week so we had cardi b trademark okr and i am so impressed that she first of all like i said to goody earlier when cardi when you see the no wig no makeup cardi that's on your on your real. instagram feed you about to get some real ass shit. And Cardi trademarked okr and people are mad at her about it. I'ma just pause to say that Chantel's doing that way better than my broadcast will ever. Oh really? I don't even think I've ever tried to do oh, that. Oh, it's easy. I've never tried it. <laughs> I'm not gonna try in front of y'all right now. 
as soon as these microphones go off, we're going to be practicing them. So she got on Instagram to talk about the fact that people were upset with her for making this a, something that's trademarked. But she was explaining that everywhere she goes, whether it's a meeting or whether it's people on the street, people are asking her to say it. So why would she not protect something that she brought to the forefront? So what's the problem she said people have with it? They saying how dare she, she? How dare she trademark it? And she just ran down like, listen... Every time I go into a meeting, people when I go do performances, when I go to do appearances, people ask. I ain't no court jester. I'm gonna make money on it. Yeah. This. So what she's doing is she's protecting it. So that now if someone else wants to say it, they're gonna have to pay her. And that's that's and if you valid. want to put it on a t-shirt, that's valid. If because and I don't know, do you listen to the Friends on podcast? No. So hey friend, hey, one of her tweets is now on somebody's t-shirt and they're selling it. And because she never registered as like an intellectual piece of property, she has no claim to it. So do we remember when Paris Hilton uh, oh, trademarked That's hot. hot? That's Hot. It's Hot or whatever. She ain't no shit about That's Hot. Yeah. Like That's Hot was our shit. Mm-hmm. When we were like, yo, That's Hot. She didn't even really know how to say it. Yeah. And she trademarked that shit straight up out the hood. Mm-hmm. So you know what? So I say good for Cardi, good for whoever her lawyers is. And I Don't know let me say nothing that's, that start popping trademarks. Quick, fast, quick, fast. But what I think is that I think that so many people think so low of this girl. And a lot of it has to do with the way she speaks. I keep telling y'all, she's not a fucking idiot. This girl is not an idiot. She gonna make all this money. And you know what? And she Sooner or that. later, she, she's not going anywhere. But she still thinks she is. Because she said, as long as I'm here, I'm gonna go out and get this bag. Somebody gotta tap on her shoulder and be like, sis. You're not going anywhere, You're not going anywhere. It's fine. Slow down. But she is very, you can still see on her. She still thinks that one day somebody's gonna tap and be like, gotta go. Like your time's uh, maybe up. Maybe it's imposter syndrome. Maybe, maybe. She, you know, because that was that's what she heavy. ended the video with. She's like, as long as I'm here, I'm gonna go after and get every bag I can get. And I'm watching this video going, video going, girl. You're not going nowhere. unless you pass. You and then you're still nowhere. not going right. anywhere. You still going. Now you kids. Every <laughs> everything that you recorded, like yeah. ever in life, is gonna be like yeah. streamed. I don't think you're that, here to stay, Mama. Yeah, I chill. Don't, she doesn't. I don't think she believes yet. And I think it could be the situation of women in this genre. It's difficult to stay. It is difficult to stay. I know I, I hit the eject button because it was just too much. It was just too much. Like, some dude's going to tell me, oh, they want to hear sexy joints. I'll be like, I, you know, my sex appeal isn't lying me saying I'm sexy. Like, okay. So I'm not going to do sexy joints that you'd like to hear because right. you think that that's what a woman sounding right. sexy is. Like, it's a lot. And, you know, anyone who's here doing it, like... Once she gets that confidence, as far as she's gotten without it, yeah, she, when she she's gets gonna it, be unstoppable. She, right. But this week she she did step up and protect herself. She's obviously a solid business person. Because that's a Or real, she's smart enough to hire. Yeah, but that's a very boss move. That's a strategic move. And I support it. And if that means that every time some she gets on TV or someone gets on TV and says, Oh, that they, they gotta, gotta pay, pay her because you want to know what it's not even really about the hood using it. No, it's about because it's about it's about what happens when I go a to a meeting in the corporate office and they want me to say it. Yeah. Oh, why do you want me to say it? Are you gonna try to use it somewhere? Yeah, but Is what happens when you up? put it on yeah. a t-shirt? What happens when it's on a on a phone case? Because she doesn't have merch, right. right? Because I don't think that there's time for that too. But if someone ever tries, she needs merch, right? But and if she had merch, that's the kind of stuff that would be on it. But if she's protecting that so that when she gets to it, now her stuff's protected and no one else can take and go out there and leverage it. And it won't be in Forever 21 without any of her attachment to it. She's smart. And I I applaud her. Um, But she should, you know, once she gets the confidence, she's already unstoppable. But once she gets 
the confidence she gonna be a force and what i dig about her is she she doesn't seem afraid to drag other women with her mm-hmm. come on we going let's go yeah yeah i like that about her um and i like that she's trying she she she's really going for hers um more more people should do that and then even like tiana Tiana's another one. And they're in a similar age group from a similar time frame. They, she's swinging for the fences in a way, too. She absolutely is. More confidence, is. though. And it More could just be confidence. because she's been here longer. She's been here longer. She's a baby of the arts. True. Um, so she understands her place. Mm-hmm. She even understands that it's difficult, which is how she's able to take this disposition. Tell them why we're even talking about Tiana. Oh, yeah. Tiana was on Joe Button's... Uh, pull up. Pull up. It's Joe Button. I'm sorry. No, but a possessive. So, yes, Tiana was on Joe Button's pull-up, which is a video interviewing uh, thing that he puts on Joe Button TV on YouTube and usually yeah, is sponsored content. by Cassie. He is content a content creep. king. Um, yeah, and did you see his ads on the subway? No. Yeah, I got off the E-train at Spring Street and was faced with Joe Button staring in my face. But wait, and it just him? Like, hip-hop, and it said pundit. It was so fly, and I'm just... Did you take a picture? I did not take a picture of it because I had to go to work. But I looked at it and I smiled. And I know that half the world hates Joe Button and half the other world doesn't. And I know that my friends know that I've been like a, on the Joe Button train for a long time. Like the early Twitter, like the first, when Twitter was first popping, Joe, Fab, and like the rest of the people on the internet made Twitter very interesting. Um, I know he was drug Joe then, but a lot of what he was doing was really, he's just an interesting person. And so to see him have this Sober up, Joe is cool. Yeah, but even, he's undeniably cool. Yeah. Like, he has some pl- places where I think he could improve oh, for as sure. a human. They could but, get to know some adult women. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> that's my main yeah, that, feedback. But he's a good interview of artists because he's empathetic to their experiences. Well, especially Tiana because she's going through, yeah. I think, a lot of what he's going through. Yeah, Um, and he had a 45, was it an hour conversation of just them two talking? Uh, Tiana Taylor spoke her piece, talked very comfortably to Joe Button about her um, her project, her intentions, what she plans to do with herself. Her disappointments. Her disappointments. Well, in, in a real way, because we've been seeing her disappointed. And um, as we were watching her be disappointed, you push was asked by Joe, I think, about her, her disappointment mm-hmm. with the rollout of the album. Right. And I love Push and everything, but I think what he did was exactly what men do to women. Up. Yes, he gave her the whole Pish Posh. Mm-hmm. She has demoitis. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe she's an artist who had a vision mm-hmm. and thought that this vision was going to be executed and weeks before the rollout Mm -hmm. or maybe even the night before because it's been that. It seemed like it was more like the nights, like the few nights right before that it just... And none of the explanations seemed to make any sense with with regard to sample clearances because like her album was done before Push's album was done. So like if sample clearance was an issue, let's handle this. And don't tell me you don't have enough money to to Mm -hmm. clear my samples because you just drop a whole bunch of money on this bullshit. Yeah. So she was frustrated, she was disappointed, and she had this discussion. And this is for Yeah, keep that same So just to kind of give you guys some background, and you probably all know, when Tiana Taylor um, put the album, um, the Keep the Same Energy album out, it was not the album that she had been previewing on social media all along. To her cult following. To her following. She has a deep fan base. I'm a part of that. You know, some people have, like, the Beehive, which is large and mighty. But Tiana has a strong, small, not small compared to me, but just smaller, 
but tight and strong. A cult following. A cult following. She has a deep fan base. They fuck with her. They fuck with her music. They fuck with her shows. They show up and they want her and they're here for her and they, they, they're down with her. So when she was presenting her music all that time, giving us snippets and sneak previews and sounds and vibes, and then the shit that we got on that May Day shit when all of those um, good music are acts dropped was not anything really like what it sounded like on the and, clips. you know, on her IG, she um, she did a snippet of A Rose in Harlem. Yeah. And that snippet, I was like losing my mind. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this has to come out right now. I need this in my life yeah. right yeah. now. And while it still sounds good, it's a watered-down version yeah. of this dope-ass shit she made. Yeah, and, and the person who's at fault, that she doesn't say his name a lot, but it seems like Kanye just dropped the ball with her. and but she... Or picked the ball up and just started throwing it wherever he wanted to throw it. Could be, because this goes back to what you always say, is that a lot of times... Times as a woman artist male leaders think they can tell you what you want correct um and the thing about it is tiana's not scared to fight she'll go head up with kanye I for see. what she wants i see which is how the um the three-way song got on the album because he thought it was too risky and she was like nah this is what my people want to hear mm-hmm. so she's not scared to fight for it and i'm sure she fought for every song on the album mm-hmm. And then when you hear what you, you know, I'm sure she fought for it. I'm sure they pacified her to get rid of her mm-hmm. and then did what they wanted to do. Yeah. And but the cool thing about Tiana is that she made a workaround because she could have stayed stuck in being pissed. The workaround was developing her skills as a director, directing the videos and getting the opportunity to put the music out the way she wanted to hear it through video format. So the You're Gonna Love Me song with Ghostface, Met the Man. Her. That, you know, that was amazing. And to know that she... Not only is she doing this, mm-hmm. but I believe that her co-founders is all women. Yeah, she said that. Like they will employ men, they will mm-hmm. employ, they will employ everyone. Yeah. But they own this as women, which is great. Yeah. Women's History Month. And it's just period for women in this business. You don't have to be somebody's puppet. You don't have to be a pretty puppet to be right. left on the floor in a corner when they find another younger, prettier puppet. Correct. So what she's doing is she's establishing a, a long-term um, setup plan. for herself. Yeah, it's an escape plan so from, the, the from this music. And she's doing her own videos and she's really creating like these artistic visuals, which tells me that movies are probably going to be down the line for her. Which I think would be dope. It would be dope to have yeah. a, a group gathering to watch a Tiana Taylor film. Yeah, I think it would be really cool. If I she could see some... her totally being like Quentin Tarantino-esque. Yeah, yeah, because she's wild. Like she's got like all kinds of like shit going on in her head and she's diversifying her offerings, which I always took that that was what she was going to do from when right. she came in. She wasn't giving us one thing. Even as a teenager, she wasn't giving us one style. So. So I, she's open to that. I like the idea that when she was explaining why she does lap dances with girls, because I think people misconstrue her and think that she's not into dudes. Right. I don't know why they would think that she's married to her husband. She's clearly but over some, the moon in love with him. He's one man. But right. to understand that the reason why, because sometimes I've heard people almost perceive she's really more into women. But when she explained that the reason why she does lap dances with respect. women was a, a level of comfort for him and out of a they came to an agreement she needed to do lap dances because that's a happen. part of the yeah. like she's like yo i'm sexy my body's yeah. bad um i dance people want to see what i got to yes. offer here so the agreement came to it was going to be girls and then when she explained that after it's over you get off the stage it's part of the show there's right. no confusion 
And you know, what I will say is that women know where to draw certain lines when it comes to um, people who go and linger and people who need to get the hell oh, out of okay. here, which I, is a reason why I think we, we're better at cheating than men mm. because we can spot, nah, this dude's going to be a Klingon. Mm. He's not the one. Yeah. Um, she does the dance. The person comes on stage. Thank they may you. be crazy. All of, oh, this was very nice, you know. Maybe they got a gift bag in the back, you know. Here, here's some you stickers. Think it's a gift bag? You know, I would want a gift bag. She wouldn't be dancing on me per se. Love you, Tiana, but you ain't gonna dance on me and not give me some stickers in a t-shirt or something. <laughs> you would need stickers. I want stickers. I want memorabilia, Fib. I like a sticker. I'm a sticker girl. I want memorabilia. Um, so she she did her album. She had her song, and all of a sudden, like she hears the album, and the most important verse of the album is not on the song for her. How crushing! The 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 verse for her her daughter on um never would have made it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Did I like missed that part of the show. You, you missed the part. Of I the was show. Like, writing she, while I was working. She, oh. you know. And she, you know, there was a dedication to her husband. Mm -hmm. And there's a dedication to her daughter. It's like, yo. And from the perspective of a woman, take the joint about the husband off. Okay, he's cool. I dig him or whatever. But you understand from the men's. From the men's perspective, they think that he's more important. But anyone who does anything where they get up out their bed, even when they pissed off and continue to do it, any mother doing that is doing it for their child, Mm -hmm. not for their men. Yeah. He's living his dream. He's living his dream. Like, she didn't need, he, you know, and he Mm -hmm. may have his little thing that he does for Junie on the court or whatever, like the equivalent to Nelly's band aid. He has his thing. And she has them for her too. I'm sure he does because they're just that savvy. They're into their kid, they're They're into their family. family. Yeah. Um, he's just that sappy and you know, this is her opportunity to be like, Hey, this was, this is my version of Zion to you. And they pull, you pull my daughter off. Yeah. Are you kidding me? There's obviously an issue in terms of the connection. They're not communicating because well. they're shooing her out of the office. Like, okay, angry little girl. Oh, she, here come angry oh, here she black comes, woman. She's going to start popping off. Right. That's bullshit. And she, I don't yeah. like that shit. And but the it happens is, is that so often. Women learned how to, so our roar has to be loud in order to be heard. So don't, women can't beat up men. That's why our mouths tend to be, most women can't beat up most men. Right. I don't want to make it at all or nothing. But we can win with our ability to speak up for ourselves and to but make then ourselves it, clear. But because it's known that that's our weapon, mm-hmm. people try to silence it. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because she's she's clearly smart. Mm-hmm. She's clearly good at what she does. And she clearly knows this industry. She knows the music. So if I'm telling you I know the music and I know what I'm doing... And I know my fans. These are the fans that I cultivated. They're mine. Who are you to tell me? Nah, that don't make sense. Right. You just have demo-itis. Get the fuck out of my face with that don't bullshit. Don't be disrespectful. And then this is what you're running around telling people? That I have demo-itis? That I just love the way these songs sounded? Not because I know what sounds good to my fans, but just because I'm in love with the sound? Music. you making me sound it's like some fucking... Reductive. Yeah. That's it, it too. stupid. Like some like a dibby-dibby gal. No. Yeah, what she said. No. Yeah, it's true. No, you're right. And it's you reductive know, as fuck. So to have to get up, like I applaud anyone who's still doing this because like, I was like, nah, I'm not doing Do this. Do you mean I'm, anyone? You mean any woman? Any woman still doing it. Um, because I was like, nah, I'm not doing this. They, they, the dudes are trying to 
push up on you. Then they trying to silence you. Then they telling you they know what you're doing better than you know what you're doing. They you may know what they're doing. The R&B side though. Um, it all depends. I think with R and B, when you write music, mm. people respect it, especially if you can sing. Right? Like if you can sing and you're writing, like it's an emotional thing, and it's like love music or, or whatever. Music. You know, it's coming from this emotional place where they think we are all coming from and we all want to, right? Mm. So they're like, oh, that's good. Or somebody writes a song for you and they're like, yeah, sing it like this. You go and you sing it like this. But when you are the the one who's creating this sound, people don't, people treat you as if you don't even belong in this genre anyway. Like you're fighting to prove Which that you belong. Which sucks. Like we got to stop that. And we got to stop the idea that men can only decide like how we come in. We... And that kind of folds into the next topic we need to talk about, which is with Young M.A., my Oh, son. Lord. You're a vixen. No, but saying, definitely was, a vixen. She is a vixen. You see the skin? Yeah, Shan Shan was definitely I'm into like, the skin. Shan also was like, yo, her teeth, yo. And she got white young, teeth. Young M.A. might be able to slide off of Shan. No, she doesn't. I don't know. She's missing Shen, one key component. I don't know. Is the one way she key taught, component. The way she taught, you could pick that up. No, I need it. No. And that's all I'm going to say is no. But she's so pretty. Yeah, she she like her skin is like perfect, and then she's got like these pretty white teeth, and this motherfucking mud duck keeps fucking with her. Kodak Black, FYI. Yes. Yeah, so young Ma, I love how she just puts it. Y'all are weird. He weird. He is weird. Plus, he keeps persisting. The girl don't. First of all, she don't like dudes, and she don't like you. I like dudes, and I say no, thank you. He wasn't inviting himself. I don't to think me. she even liked him as a person. Like she, I, I think she's <laughs> been kind of saying, "Fuck out of here." No, she I don't want to do no songs with you. So she's you a know. she's like a masculine girl, but even her is doing the same shit that women do, where you just try to brush it off. You True. understand? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You know, like just uh, all right, like ignore it. Well, let's take a dodge. step back. Tell the people what Kodak Black did. So Kodak Black made a song where he indicated that he would like to deliver some penis to Young M.A. And then he made a comment on a picture of Young M.A. and another girl. Who was the other girl? Was it Bernice? I'm sure it was Bernice because they were on their little... It was some. It was two people, and yeah, and he basically was saying I'd fuck both of them, and it was which is just weird. It's not weird, but it's like okay, that's two. But once she says no, chill, yuck, boo. Well, wait a minute. So her problem isn't just with him; it's with the male fans who heard this and want her to address it Mm -hmm. more than saying nah. Yes, because they're like, why you acting like that? Why you acting like you're not a female? Why you acting like you're not a girl? Why you okay? But this goes back to what we keep... She should be like, why are you acting like you attracted to me? Well, what I the point of it is, is that even as a lesbian, an out lesbian, who is stud. masculine, who's a stud, she is a woman who has to be, who has to deal with this shit. That because a man's giving you attention, bitch, you should be happy. Like, why are you acting like you don't want my why attention? Why are you acting? It's like, fam, I couldn't act more like I don't want your attention. If I'm even tried. thinking about you, like it, you... like she is clear. She's not even playing the like we say, Lena Way. Mm-hmm. Lena no, Way she's... is cute, cute tomboy to me. She's she'd be fly, but like something about her still has a feminine energy. It's the highlight, I think, because her cheeks be shimmery. Yeah, she she gets into the makeup bag, yeah, with the little Caesar. Like she have like a cute tomboy look. And Young M.A. more so does not. It's all one color skin. There's no. Shan asked me if I thought Young M.A. was wearing like foundation. foundation. I was like, nah, clear. she's not doing that. Okay. She's probably going to drink her water right after her honey. But she's not doing that. Yeah, but the skin is so clear. Yeah, because she, I'm saying she just got good jeans. Because okay. I'm not. It looked to me like she's ready to fight. 
and she don't want to fight some dude and he walk off to him like he got foundation on his fist. Nah. But she, the thing of it is that as a woman who is clearly a lesbian, clearly not interested in in guys, not even interested in masculinity. Right. She is interested in, what did Crystal say? Bitches with wigs and cheap dresses. Yes. That's what she's interested in. So if you say we could go hunt bitches together, that might be a better entree to this conversation. But for you or to even try to if offer her you, penis. But even if a dude spends some time with her and mm-hmm. says to himself, yo, I think I'm feeling you. And she'd be like, nah, that's different that you seeing me, you seeing me kind of dressed and not looking much different than you, except I have really good skin mm-hmm. and good like, yo. And she's pretty. And I just want to, I'm trying to bag. Bag who, fam? Mm-hmm. Like. No. But it's the fact that the no isn't enough. It, the no isn't enough. So and even then, when you are a stud, the no's not enough. And I've seen on social media where other men are like getting explicit with all the things they would do to her. Code out right. I would do X, Y, Z to her. She yeah. don't want none Slow of down. It. And you're the same ones when a gay guy just says, hi, you ready to try to see if you could get the legal recourse to shoot this person. Yeah, no. Nah. And it's, it is... That's patriarchy. Like, I know people don't like to talk about it. They think black men don't have the ability. It's toxic to masculinity. I, I know people don't, I don't like, like to say that. that. Only because Look. I'm still not super clear on exactly on what, what it means. But I know that there is an idea as a male in this society that everything is for your consumption. And you get to decide whether you wish to consume or you wish not to consume. And if you do wish to consume, you don't even need people permission. need to be very appreciative yeah. and flattered. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. From wanting to sleep with me, although I'd never sleep with you. Because she's like she said, I made it very clear what I'm into. It, she said, of course I know I'm a female. I know I'm a female. I'm not acting like I'm not yeah. a female, but I don't go that way. Yeah. I'm not interested. She That should be the end of it, y'all. Like, we gotta stop that shit. Because on the other side... When a trans girl reaches out to you guys, you want to fucking scream from the top of the roofs, threaten to murder somebody's child, this, that, and the third, all of this stuff. But when the shoe is on the other foot, you don't respect. And 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 that's where we, we have some work to do. We got work in that space. She is a masculine, she's a masculine presenting girl who's very clear that she's a girl. She don't like you. She don't want you. Not even you. Ill, yuck, gross, no thank you. Leave her the fuck alone. She don't want you. She don't want Idris Elba. She don't want none of it. No. She good. She good. And girls who do have like a more fluid sexuality are very clear about it. Because you'll listen to someone like a Crystal and she'll talk about women that she thinks are fine, men that she thinks are fine. It's everyone's different. People will let you know what, what their they, vibe is. What, or what they're open to. Yeah. It, it was just a no. And I just don't understand why he he heard the no. Mm-hmm. Forget that But no. these girls are subject to end up getting a lot of sexual assault. They're often raped in a position when they say no because a person remembers How that they are you? stronger than them. Yeah. She's very small. I don't know if you've ever seen her in person. Tiny thing. Tiny little thing. So, so these girls tend to end up getting raped a lot. That's crazy. Because they want to tell you, you ain't nothing but you just a woman. A woman. And now I'm going to physically let you know and see what you are. Not realizing, like, again, if you're attracted to her as she is, the mm-hmm. way she looks, that says something about your sexuality. You think so? Because we were mm-hmm. all tomboys at one point. We were all tomboys. But she's I mean, not she just a tomboy. Yeah. She might be taking hormones. I don't know. She, no, she don't maybe look not. To me. She don't no. look boyish, but she doesn't look anything like just a girl dressing up in her brother's clothes. Those are her clothes. She wear a brazier. She don't smash. Well, 
she don't she don't bind. You can see her titties. But it would just be unfortunate if he put her in a position where she's now in danger. If this was my, but granted, she also looked like her homeboys. Yeah, come but they're not deliver. always there. And I, if I had a daughter like her, I would be worried for her for not for boys the danger because that's what people do when they cannot control you, they get you. And mm-hmm. that tone and that energy that all those men do. So yeah, I would fuck her, fuck her, fuck her. I would have sex with her. I would do this to her. I would make her understand the power of dick. What the fuck do you mean you make her understand? You understand what that sounds like? It sounds like that sounds like a rape charge. Yeah, that sounds bad, but they don't want to hear that it sounds like rape. But they got they want to hear that I'm just giving you dick that you don't want. Right. But what the fuck is that? Meanwhile, I'm sure that somebody want their dusty ass. I'm sure there's some men that would be would like to show you the power of dick too. You don't want that though. And now that's a grand crime. Oh no, that's a big discussion. Hilariously, when a transgender woman is tricks them into believing, hey, or don't trick, or, I don't or, believe they be Well, sometimes, they, whatever, when it's revealed, then they're ready to take that chick's head off mm-hmm. after they suck their dick. Right, yeah. but you ready to take that chick's mm-hmm. head off, and she look like she want what you trying to give serve up. Mm-hmm. Leave young Ma alone. That's the bottom line. Leave our princess alone. <laughs> Let that vixen get at what she wants. She here for the girls, y'all. She don't want y'all. She ain't even fake here for y'all. She here for Women's History Month. Word. (laughs) And I support her. Um, But yeah, this week was a lot of women going through ups and downs and trying to keep their head on straight. Right. And um, fighting back and pushing back, which is a good way to end the month. Because all I these women, it. like Tiana, Cardi, Trina, Trina, young MA, and they're women of different ages at different stages in their career, and they're pushing back. But you, I'll say this we're highlighting it this week, and we've seen close ups of it this week, but it's the everyday struggle of being a woman. That's just what it is. Just trying to be like, hey, I'm here. You're not going to pay me less, you're not mm-hmm. going to diminish me. I'm here. Well, this is why I don't like when women push back about being a feminist. This is really like an issue I specifically have with black women. We have to figure out a way to calm, like, to figure this out because... Shout the book out that you want to read. Oh, I'm reading Eloquent Rage. I don't have the, um, Eloquent Rage, and it's Brittany, I can't remember her last name, but, uh, when we're done reading the book, we're going to talk about it because I think that it's a great book if you are a mid-millennial Gen Xer, late Gen Xer way of, of absorbing feminism and understanding about the love of women and looking at it from that perspective instead of the hatred of men. Because okay. I don't hate men. I don't I, hate men either. And I just, I, I just think that women... I want to balance the scales. Yeah. And I think that we... It, I understanding the internalized sexism that we have is a problem for us, similar to internalized racism. Okay, yeah, that so makes sense. So we have to work on that, and I think it's very scary, because, especially as straight women, the idea of having to call the people that you want to have sex with and romantic relationships with on the carpet for, for crimes against you is difficult, but we have to do it because we don't advance. We don't get people to respect young MAs agency as a gay woman until we can get men to stop doing this bullshit we don't get trina who has been working her fucking ass off for what on her own for 10 12 years to let this man who thinks because he's alive yeah because he's still breathing because he barely breathing yeah looking like a california raisin trying to tell her what to do cardi standing up for herself on in her own shit and saying, yo, you got to pay me. And people, including other women, going, oh, you greedy bitch. Yes. No, I'm going to be greedy. greedy. I'm going to be greedy. Shit. I came for everything that I work for. Because people will tell you you stupid. If you fa- if they found you in a ditch two, two years from now, how could you fuck up? How could you be so how, stupid? Why didn't you trademark that? Mm-hmm. That was your thing. And Tiana, I'm so proud of her. 
and impressed because she's not even 30 years old is she 30 years old no she's, she's not, not even 30 she's years old and she's figuring it out in a way that is very savvy and strategic and she's trying to keep a family together which has to be hard like because the world don't want to see that either yeah she's a rapper she's an artist and he's an nba player and it's funny like because she's so pragmatic in that new york way where in a way you kind of go what can you do if it's if the it's gonna get you it's gonna get you but she's gonna do everything she can because she loves this person to try to not let the it get either of them on the music side or on the nba, the NBA side, of things, side because they want to try to keep their family together but these women are admirable now that we're just talking about her and the NBA, there was a point where she says that just because you're a wife of an NBA player mm-hmm. doesn't mean the hotel's letting you upstairs yeah. when you show up. Mm-hmm. So Iman puts her name on the hotel everywhere he goes. Yeah. Wouldn't that be, you know, years ago... we a piece of information for her to share because it was also letting you know that she got a pass. He yeah. don't have to do that. He doesn't. That was It was a little peek into their relationship. So maybe... But years ago, we had Jackie Christie. That everyone was saying, hey, Jackie Christie. Tell me she, about Jackie. She I mean, is Doug Christie's is, wife. She that's is all I know. a spitfire. She's definitely what I would consider to be a weirdo. I'm a weirdo. Okay. It's okay. We can be weird. Um, but she would always like Doug had to make sure her name was on the thing because she was gonna pop up. And they said that she kept Doug on a tight leash to the point whereby they were in a publication with her having Doug on a leash. Mm-hmm. But maybe it wasn't all of that. Oh my. It, but they but were, they were, they were leveraging. They yeah, were being funny about they it. were leveraging okay. whatever it is they have. Perhaps she, you know, perhaps it was a similar situation where they understood what they had because they're still together. Like he seemed fine. He seems happy. Him. He just her kids seem miserable. Yeah, the kids. She's a lot. Yeah, she's her kids lot. seem miserable. Sometimes your mom is a mom. lot. Yeah. Sometimes your mom is a yeah. lot. She's just a person who had children, so I get it. Right, but for that relationship. You know, we always spoke bad about her. On his eyes. No, he doesn't. And we always spoke bad about her within the industry. Like, oh, she got him on a leash. Maybe she doesn't have him on a leash. Maybe he just likes his wife. Maybe. Because a lot of times we are being conditioned. He marries her every year. For real? Yeah, they get married every year. Um, and he plans the weddings. He does? Yes. Okay. Well, you know what? Doug is with the shits. Yeah. He is on the Jackie train. That's what he chose. He continues to choose her year after year after year after year. He likes it. Fine. Um, we gotta let that be. I just, she seems like not a good friend. Right. You know, there's a lot that I can't get with with her, but what I want to like highlight is, you know, Iman loves his wife. He's like, yo, when my wife show up here, I don't care what she look like. If she says this name, let my wife upstairs. Mm -hmm. That's, I ain't got nothing going on upstairs. That she can't see. That she can't see. Yeah. So, so I think maybe someday this will happen where like marriage doesn't have to sound like prison for men. Sometimes I feel like men just make it sound like prison because it's the cool thing to do. Okay, but we got to stop that. Yeah, you have to stop it. Tell me the, you know, it's not easy. Tell me it's not easy, but tell me why it's easier than being single. Or why it's for you for now. Right. It doesn't have to be either or, but like when they act like, when people act like being married is like. The ball and chain. It's a prison. It's like well, no for men. It's a you... prison for men. For men, but it's also not a. It's not a prison, and it's not an unlocked achievement for women. It's just two people who decided that this these are the people they, they would like to try the to arrangement. They need have to a get legal yeah. bond under God to be each other's everything. You know, for right now, for for right now or forever, or for until one then. of us dies. Yes. So, great Women's History Month. Yeah, it was really solid. Um, I think I want to just one more time say thanks to Malik, thanks to Nichelle, thanks to everybody who texted us 
and and sent us feedback thanks to people who give us full-on reviews um y'all don't review on insta on uh itunes or anything but i do get texts and emails with feedback on our sound Chantel has on grown our... up Chantel's grown up so much because y'all would have got in trouble at this point yeah. for not writing the review i i'm just do what you want i'm gonna keep asking but thank leave you. us a review y'all yeah thanks for the feedback um we're on spotify and spotify we're on everything easier, but spotify really is making it easier and easier to share and to connect so well that's because they get in their podcast bags like they just deep. started what a month and a half ago like they purchased anchor a month and a half ago. well before that they purchased gimlet oh and gimlet was where they were doing the long-form storytelling because that's where combat jack did the uh chris lighty story okay did you listen to that Mobile? no i'm going to i told you the second time i'm saying that i just got finished the swing yeah. yeah it was a lot to learn mm. yeah yeah, it was a lot to learn. It was points of time I was in the street. I was like, oh, no, why am I crying? This is not. Oh, you was crying? Yeah, yeah. But like, sap? Yeah, I was sap. And, like, I, you know, we talk about women's empowerment and stuff like that. And there needs to be some place for men to allow to, to be allowed feel everything to that they feel. Um, and um, I don't know how we create those spaces. But that's not for us to that's create. That's not our job. Our responsibility is, to, is not that. I feel we do a good job of being there. Yeah. Or I try... I personally try to do a good job of being there. I know that I have male friends who will say there's no place for a man to go and I, you know, and say, hey, this is how I feel. Or maybe, well, and I'm like, if you're friends with me, you already know you could come to yeah. me. Yeah, but they do need their male um, stuff. I think that sometimes the narrative of having no place to go serves them well, too. Yeah, some women are that way, too. Shout out to bitches who ain't got no friends. Um, <laughs> I'll be your friends, y'all. I won't because I've had enough of that shit, too. I'm here. Text me. Text Goody. I text she, back. Call Goody at 1-800-223-9797. And she will put you on the friends and family prayer well, list. You know what? Just leave me. like Go Termagent Talk. Go Facebook. IG. Let me know. I'm here, I'm here for y'all. If y'all ain't got no friends, I want to be your friend. No. Leave I a review. Not. I don't. She just mean, y'all. I'm wild clickish. So how we're going to wrap the show up to this week is we're going to talk. We're going to create like a little fake playlist. Or maybe we'll make it a real playlist. Perhaps. Yeah. I mean, I got a Spotify account. I just don't feel like paying for like lots of different. I mean, I have the Spotify account. If you, you know, I pay for my Spotify. You do? Yeah. I pay for Tidal. Um, I give my and my son pays for uh, Apple Music. For real? Yeah. So you guys just rotate around? Well, he got a little college, you know, the college oh, thing nice, where he nice, called nice. Peanuts. Oh, okay. sorry, yeah, Peanuts. Yeah, 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 I like that. I like that. So we decided that we wanted to do a playlist of, of uh, our favorite songs. So we're going to do three throwbacks and three new joints. And we, we considered new joints was anything that was made from 26th. And, um, and just talk a little bit about like why we like the songs. Sometimes it's going to be really obvious. There are going to be songs for me that you might have heard me reference in the past. And we'll just go one for one. So like you can start with your throwback. Um, so when I was going to do my throwbacks, mm-hmm. um, it got a little... Because, you know, I was going MC Light. That's where you go first when you go for a female MC throwback. Mm-hmm. And I was going for Paper Thin because the drum pattern in there. I live for that drum mm-hmm. pattern. If I hear that mm-hmm. anywhere, that's my song. I don't mm-hmm. care who's rhyming over mm-hmm. it's my song. But then I heard Cole Rock a party and I remembered when Ooh, that came so out. Festive. I remember when that came out. Do you want to dance right now? I, I did this morning yeah. when I put it together. I was like, oh, I'll rock a party. Yeah. A party. yeah. I, so well, I'm going to start off with a Cole Rock a party. Oh my gosh, that's a good one. Um, what album is that on? Do you remember? It's with the haircut, right? Yes, it's the one with the haircut. <laughs> um, 
when we put this together for you and share it. We'll share it on the on the. We'll socials. share it and, and y'all can hear it. The greatness that is MC Light. Like VMC. I don't understand why y'all are not like, I mean, me, you, and Shauna are the three people that I feel like live and die for MC Light. Dude, uh, you know, so when people used to tell me I looked like MC Light or I had MC Light energy, you were, uh, were I, used you, to, I used to be in my joy. Like, what? Was your heart warmed? Super warm. When she got out the Jetta, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Remember when Jettas was like, yeah, the, Jettas a, a was the shit. That showed that you were prosperous. Word. Now, now I mean they just now nice your, cars. Now your door gotta um your door you gotta, gotta lift up. You lift up. You gotta have a Lamborghini to be saying something, but you know, uh one these days. I then went to uh Entice because I'm always talking about these obscure five deadly venom chicks. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. So there was a point where she did a song with Method Man because, you know, they were a Wu-Tang spinoff. Oh, Wu-Tang. And it was called Hush, Hush Tip. Mm-hmm. And it was like, generally, I don't like this kind of voice. You know, I'm voice oh, sensitive. And it was, keep it I won't hush, tell if you, you won't, won't tell. tell. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Like that. So I'm going with her for my second. Okay. And then, you know, I might be jacking this from you. Queen Pen. What song? A party ain't a party till it's oh, ran off. Oh yeah, that's Yo. a good song. And we we didn't give her any. Sorry, um, love, we didn't. But you know, she was definitely yeah, like yeah yeah. She was a bit of a vixen. She was fly. She girl, was very fly. Girl. She was very gangster. She was very vixen. She was all of it. She was everything. She was it all because she seemed older. Right. She was older, yeah. so you know we just yeah. gonna give her that regal goddess energy. But yeah. like when that today, if that comes, that goes hard today in yeah, the club. Yeah, it's a good party song. That's when you walking through the club. Yeah. What? What? You just... And she had her little. Everyone had like a nice haircut. Yeah, she had a, a good her little cut. Yeah. So yeah, those are my throwbacks. Those are your throwbacks. See, my throwbacks are so different from your throwbacks. Of course. Well, but they're good. I look forward to this playlist. Um. So my first one, which I've talked about this all month long, I've been talking about this damn song. My first throwback is Drugs by Little Kim. Ah, yes. Uh, it is three verses. I love that freaking song. I listen to this three regularly. Verses. Little Kim. I've seen her perform it live before. Um, at, I, it was not a big venue, but I remember seeing her perform that live. That song is three verses of Kim talking her shit. A lot of it is not centered in taking anyone's man it's about how she is the drug right and all that you're gonna do is to try to get with me and it's just a sound and it's funny because biggie's really like her hype man in that and he does her hook and it's just like a flip and it's three verses because songs are getting shorter yeah but this song is long and they're like full full Soon it seemed like one song is gonna be like the equivalent to back in the day song is going to be an album. Right. I remember having to kind of be like, yo, you got to make your song shorter. Mm-hmm. It's four minutes now. We got to get you to like 320, 344. Yeah. Now it's like. They're like 275. Yeah. Like two, one, two, four. Like yeah, it's, it's crazy. Good. But Drugs is my first. And then my second song is Ain't Got No Dough by Eve and Missy Elliott. Uh, and that's from Let There Be Eve. That song is Timbaland produced. That song is a driving song. Like if you drive, that's what you and get like, flying. And because Eve is talking her shit about like, look, if you ain't got no money, you don't get to talk shit. And Missy's on the hook being Missy, and Eve is on the hook. Eve is on the song, and I believe it's two verses. And Eve is just really letting you understand like, if you don't have no money, you do not get to talk to me. You don't get to tell me shit. I am that shit. You want to get with me. You're broke, so you can't tell me anything. 
and Timbaland just like, I believe it's Timbaland. If it's not Timbaland, it's Swiss Beats, it's Phil. And there's like a lot of ill scratches on the song. Um, and, and Eve just rides a beat in a way that's different. She's just sitting on it. She's just going. Um, and then my third one is Whatever by Remy. Oh my God, that is Whatever. such a good Whatever. party song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is so good. I love how we did, like, I did the Queens, <laughs> like the Queens song, you did yeah, the VX song. Yeah, so, like, if you had those six songs on for, like, a little bit of a, like a, what do you call it, like a, like a set, it would be a fun set. Yeah, it would be fun. It would slow down a little bit, but for, for the, the most ocean, part, it's pretty yeah. up-tempo. Remy, I think we think about Remy with the Unconceited, but I think whatever is yeah, really... Yeah, whatever, I like, not better, but, like, I can see it going hard. Yeah, yeah. Still. So, what about your new songs? Um, Young Ma, Stubborn, Stubborn Ass, or, yeah. What's that, the name of the song? It's Stubborn Ass. Like By who? The, young Ma, Young M.A. Oh! So, like, I dig it. It's kind of a little romantic I don't know that song. What is the song about? Is she a Taurus? I don't know. I but it's about, it's basically Taurus. her going through a relationship drama mm-hmm. and basically telling her mate, like, yo, you stubborn, like, I don't understand. This is where her. Oh. So th- this is the new song that she dropped, right? I guess before Tatiana, the Tatiana remix. Mm. Which she 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 killed the Tatiana remix. So also. was her version of it better than Nicki and Cardi's? It might be, but you know, it was a more you know, it was geared towards women, and you know, what loving you love. You know, it was geared towards women, and you know, just like. Oh, you um, mean girls who like girls? Yeah, kind of like, you know, she definitely let you know she like the, the chicks in the little rainbow dresses. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you could get that energy. It goes okay. hard. But um, the stubborn ass song is basically her telling her mate, like, you be bugging, chill the fuck out, stop being so stubborn. I'm trying to work with you. And this is why her and Bernice are on this. Uh, A damn Aries. I, I, I can see that. April 3rd. I can see that. I can see that. Jackasses. <laughs> so stubbornness, uh, stubborn, stubborn ass. ass. Yeah, I have to listen to that. Well, I'll be listening to it because it'll be on our playlist. Right. What else you got? Um, Brianna Perry. I always okay. go back to these young ladies from Sisterhood of Hip Hop mm-hmm. because another point we missed on the Tiana Taylor discussion mm-hmm. was um, it takes ten years to be an overnight success. Mm-hmm. So I never want to leave those. Women that I I was introduced to on Sisterhood of Hip Hop, along without looking back to see if they've done something. Okay, okay. Um, Brianna Perry is on Po' Boy. Po' Boy, I think, is the label. Mm. Like the, it's a southern sounds like it. I southern mean, vibe. Po' Boy is a lovely southern. But her language. flow is crazy. Okay. Um, and her song is called On God. Okay. So I dig that. Um, and then I let you hear the freestyle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Young B from Webstar. Yeah, yeah, but. I don't think they get along at all. No. Oh, they don't. They don't see. They don't bang. They, they don't bang at all. Oh, I didn't know um, that. She, you know, she's Bianca Bonnie, or she has this freestyle that goes so hard where she went to the Power One Hundred Five Studios. Mm-hmm. I'll let you hear it. it. She, she, she doing a little thing. She got flow. Okay. She got wit. She got charm. All right. She not ugly. She right. Mm. Everything she said, you be like facts. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I take her. Nice. So I don't know how we're going to get that on the playlist. We'll figure but... it out. We'll see. Spotify. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. Or we'll find something adjacent to it. Um, so my three songs are Post That by Lakili 47 I love that song. I love her. Yes. We we definitely love her. I, she's dope. 
Um, but Post That for me was the first song of hers I heard. And you guys, do, you, do, do our listeners know about my love for watching makeup videos, makeup tutorials? No. Yes. So I like watching makeup tutorials. I like makeup, but I like watching makeup tutorials more than I like makeup. I have lots of makeup. No. But again, Damn, I watched that. I'd be like, all of that. I no, I watch it, and there was a. I was watching a Fenty Beauty, the Fenty Beauty channel, and someone was doing their makeup to this song, and I was like, what fucking song is this? And like, scroll down in the comments, a lot of people was like, what song is this? And grab the song. The song is really just talking about, you know, taking pictures of yourself, your friends taking your picture, and posting it. But it's done in a really creative way. Um, it's very cute. My second song, which is one of, a song I listen to at least every other day in the morning as I'm on my way to work, and that would be Get Up 10 by Cardi B. I listen to that song four times a week. Um, there is something about that song that is just... Like, it's inspirational. I, it's inspirational. It's motivational. It's definitely something to be like, okay, I got to go to these people's job. Mm-hmm. Let me listen to this. Yeah, and it's just one of those things that when you just want to feel your vibe, it's right there. And I love the line, which is, I don't want your punk-ass man, I'm too tough. There's something about that line, which is just, it always resonated with me from the first time I heard it. I know we are debating whether Cardi does or doesn't write her rhymes, but that felt like that came right out of her mouth. And the last one is a really new song, Tempo, Lizzo and Missy Elliott. Uh, I oh, like it. Oh, shit. That, is, that song literally is going to be the vibe for, for summer. my new year. So my well, birthday is next Saturday. And that vibe, that energy, that that's going to be it, guys. So enjoy. It'll be fun. Um, so we're going to put this together as a um, playlist. And we'll name it something. And we'll share it on our socials. And you guys can listen to it. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And is there anything else that we want to talk about before we go? Um, I think we covered it all. This is a good Women's History Month. I think we did a good job of focusing on women in this. It wasn't hard. You know. um, It wasn't hard, but I think it's something that needs to continue to be done. I'm pleased that we had so much to talk about. So, you know. Mm -hmm. You let people tell it. It's a desert. Um, it's not. We out here, women, doing the damn thing, spitting them bars. Talking you know, shit. Talking our shit. Um, Megan the Stallion had a great week. Um just, yes. just sorry about Well, her wait a minute, not a great week as a person like the the personality. Her buzz is going bananas. Personally, yeah. she took a hit, lost yeah. her mom. Her mom just didn't wake up. That's what was the <sighs> There's no reporting, it's just her mom did not wake up, which is Nuts. I mean, on a spiritual level, like they say, we all come here with a task, right? If her task was to get her daughter to the point where the buzz is crazy, job done. Yeah, but she has to be okay after this. Yeah, she has to be okay, yeah, and so. I, I believe she will. I'm gonna send her positive energy. Yeah, uh, yeah. With thoughts and prayers. And we'll talk more about her because she's another person that. No, she is. People are trying she, to police the shit out of her. They run it. If she wanna she running down on this industry. If she want to get respect. Nope. You know, this is what guys are saying about her. Now this girl. Maybe I. If she want to get respect, she needs to present herself differently. They'll be all right. You wanna know why they'll be? All right, mm-hmm. by and large, and this is this has always been the story. Men don't buy albums. Mm-hmm. Guess you who know. buys the tickets for her shows when she's having these Women. sold out shows? All girls, right? So oh. it's nice of them to have an opinion, mm-hmm. but she gonna be all right. She'll be in your face for will. you to to you wanted to be the one to to say she got a fat ass. You didn't yeah. want her to say it. Yeah, well, yeah. I think that's really what it comes you, down you're to. Taking something away from you, you be all right. And it's you also right. I think because she's a uh, she's built 
like a brick shit house. As yeah, and they like to be the ones to tell some, you that. As she, if it don't like they know wanted. your genetics better than you do. Yeah, it don't. It looked like she came here with that. Right. So you know, um, they <laughs> want to tell she? you, and where you'd be like, "No, nah, I've been I've been dressing this ass for a really long time. Mm-hmm. I have to buy the jeans to fit it. Mm-hmm. I have to do all of this. I'm gonna tell you how fat it is. Yeah, because I know the measurements. Yeah, you can only guess. And she gave them the coconut oil on the motorcycle, much nice. better than Y Club did. But you know what? She's straight. <laughs> straight. Yeah, she she's coconut oil. She did. She had she looked great. She that yo, that the rollout, the picture, like you're doing the damn thing, Mom. I'm, yeah. I'm proud. I salute you. Yeah, I'm sorry about the loss of her mom at such a time because her mom was like her road dog and her mom was a rapper before right. she was born. Right. So. Um yeah. Shout right. out to mommies. Shout out to mothers. Yeah. We'll get back to that Mother's Day weekend, but Oh yeah. That's but it was a up. good episode. Thanks guys for listening. This was great. Bye. Talk to you later.